What's up, everybody? Welcome to Chris Hall Daily, episode six. It is November 23rd, 2017, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to anyone listening today, and happy holidays if you're listening a little bit later in the month or December. Today, we're going to rip through some serious Q&A. We are here on Thanksgiving recording a podcast. We're getting our hustle on today, and and, uh, we're about to rip through like... 10 Q&A questions real quick um, that I just got in from like a bunch of people. Um, I really haven't haven't read them yet, so this is kind of risky, but hey, here we're going to go. Here we go. We're going to get right into it. So, okay. First question. Why is it important to establish relationships with brands even if there isn't an immediate business opportunity when you meet them for the first time? Okay, I think I think you should establish relationships with with most people uh, and not burn bridges in general. Um, I think that as long as they're as long as they show promise as a good human being fundamentally, and uh, someone who you think can provide you value at any point in your life, or 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 never, maybe they're just a good person to talk to. I think as long as they're a good human being, you should really maintain some type of relationship, at least be friendly with them. You don't want to burn bridges and regret it later. Next, um, should anyone care about the esports market, bro? Come on. <laughs> Kind of questions. Listen to my podcast yesterday. It's episode five. It's all, I talk about esports a lot. Uh, but yeah, esports is going to be bigger than sports. Uh, next question: What do you think is going to happen to all the? F- oh my god! What do you think is going to happen to all the fidget spinning, click funneling entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs in 2018? Bro, we already forgot about them. Okay, we're at the Chris Hall Daily Podcast here. We already forgot about those guys. But I, I think they're going to die. Um, not literally, um, but uh, they will. Their businesses will die, and that type of that type of entrepreneurship is not is not long term. So, who cares about them? Uh, should I delete my Snapchat app? Not if you have followers there. I mean, Snapchat uh, growth is up every month since ever. Okay, the, the, there's, the rumor that Snapchat is, is dying is not true. Um, it's just not. Like, there are more users every single month since the beginning of time. At least that's my understanding of the data, looking at their public data since they're a public company. Um, and uh, definitely for younger people, I mean, I'm talking about, like, under 18. Hell, no, they're all on Snapchat. They're, none of them are even using Instagram. Like, I know people who are 17, 18 who don't even know their Instagram usernames when I ask. So definitely don't delete the app, especially if you have a following. Um, Let me pull up a question from my Instagram real quick. Hold up. Okay, got it. How to... How do you be an the question is how do you be an entrepreneur with school, a full-time job, gym, and maintain a social life? Oh man. Okay. Um that's I it's hard to answer that question because you you can't is the answer. I mean, you can be you can be a I guess you could you could be a part-time entrepreneur, but that means you're, you know, you have entrepreneurial tendencies and you want to kind of dabble in it, but you're not going all in. So, um you you in order to be a full-time entrepreneur, um which by the way, if you're going to if you're going to have a business, it's, it's eventually going to eat up your whole life if it's successful. Um that you give up you give up the security of a quote full-time job if what you mean by that is like a salaried 9 to 5 position. Um, you give up social life. You give up school. Obviously, school is probably one of the first things to go. Um, you can still have a you can still have a social life, um, but it's just going to be social in the way that you speak with people who you you just got to be stricter. You can't hang out with people who don't um, who don't tap in and don't don't add to your 
the value of your life in terms of giving you motivation, giving you positivity, giving you new information. You cannot, if you're an entrepreneur, you cannot afford or want to be an entrepreneur, you cannot afford to hang out with people who are going against your vision and, and outlook on life. It's very toxic to be around that. It's, it's literally poison it, it, and it spreads. Um, you can totally do gym while you're an entrepreneur. I think most, I think a lot of entrepreneurs go to the gym. Um, I go to the gym three times a week in the morning at least now and um, I think gym is very important if you want to be an entrepreneur you got to stay in got to stay in, in good health uh, next question okay let's go back to the uh, other questions here thank you for that Muhammad Dewan aka Vic Boss I know that guy um, okay why don't you travel like these other app CEOs why do you stay <laughs> why do you stay in NYC why is NYC your hub first of all my partner is CEO, I'm president, co-founder. Um, I don't travel because, well, I don't travel. I mean, I do travel, I mean, a little bit. I mean, I, I, like a few times a year, maybe three times a year I travel. But, uh, yeah, I don't leave New York because if you, if you know about New York, I mean, most things you need, period, are here. Um, and, in fact, a lot of them are within a few blocks. Um, I mean, it, it, I don't need to be anywhere to run this business, really. Um, it, it helps that I have that you're able to network with other people in New York for sure and like raising money I don't think I would have been able to do it if I wasn't in a big city um, But I just don't travel because it's efficient It's efficient if you stay in one place and have an office or a workspace where you can get get shit done and um, And all the people that you need are in the same city and that is definitely New York I mean New York is like extremely extremely good for that and you know i mean i'm a little biased because i was born in new york and i literally like literally like eat concrete for breakfast i'm so new york but uh, i really love it um it's so efficient and it and like and like uh, i don't want to use the f word fakes because uh <laughs> but um you know people who aren't really about it get weeded out really quick so that's that's what I like about it. And I, oh, I and I love when it gets cold because everyone starts complaining, and then you really know who's like who not to not to fuck with. So, um, okay, next question: uh, Do you believe it's important to expand locally in your tri-state area, no matter where you are? Should you attack hub cities like NYC, LA, Miami, and then bring it into your hometown? Hometown? It really depends. I mean, apps, you know, apps and websites, whatever, any internet product is 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 worldwide you know by nature at least most of them so um i wouldn't worry about it too much but if you need but if if you're going to uh if you're going to scale you're going to need to be in a big city i mean if you if you need to if you need to raise funds or craft partnerships or something you need to be in um new york city or la i would say uh for most products um next question is if i'm an 18 year old in north dakota and I want to build an app company. Do you suggest I get the fuck out of North Dakota, or do you, or do I build it here with no mentors or no network? Um, it's kind of the same answer to the last question. If uh, you can definitely build a software product from anywhere in the world and have it be successful, but if you really want to scale it to a big business and craft partnerships or raise money and really get the proper advisory board and and stuff like that, like everyone who you're gonna want is gonna be in a big city. I think is that's at least my understanding of it right now um okay next question i want to sell more t-shirts for my clothing brand but it's all drop shipping what should i do in eight, 2018 to sell more shirts i don't think you should be doing drop shipping honestly if you're trying to if you're trying to build a fashion brand 
But if you're trying to build a clothing brand among, meaning like it's like less important, I guess, how the clothes feel and are, are made, then I guess it's okay. I, I, I would focus on cultural relevance, like um, so build up the relevance that the clothing has to the culture of the uh, people who you're trying to sell it to. So if it's like merchandise for a video game, you know, really like integrate that into your marketing. Um, or if, if it's like, uh, you know, it just, if it's anything, if it's, if it's about, if it's about sports, like really like drive home the fact that this merchandise is like a big part of the brand and a big, and, and you need this merchandise if you want to participate in it and fuck with the vision. Basically, um, what was the other part of the question? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't drop ship if you're trying to make a fashion brand because just because you need to control the quality, you need to control the print and everything like that. Like I would really want to be controlling the fulfillment and print and 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 garments, everything, all the garment details myself. I would want to see it in person a lot, and uh, I, I actually personally would, I actually personally quality control Kickstarter stuff as well. So I actually see every single product. Um, before it goes to any user, I literally look at it like front, back, sides, and everything um, to make sure it's good. Um, where uh, so so that's important to me. That's why I wouldn't drop ship if you're trying to make a fashion brand. But if you don't need to focus on the quality that much, it's I guess it's fine. Next question. I hate going to networking events because I always feel like there's a bunch of scrubs there. How do I get in the right room of people? I'm a college kid who's about to graduate from Ohio State University. Um, what I do to avoid, yeah, so a lot of networking events are, are, end up, you get people who can't, who basically they're desperate and they, they are there because they're buying a ticket and that's different than knowing people because you're worth knowing them. Um, I have, uh, I've been fortunate that I've been able to meet people just on merit. Um, and also I have... Uh, a network of people, specifically one guy on our advisory board named Darren McKelvey, um, who's an advisor at Kickstarter and helps um, helps us get into the right events. He helps us get you know into the right uh, startup events. He helps us get into the right networking events where we can meet investors and um, collaborators, potential partners, stuff like that. So, so uh, it's very important to develop a network of people who you trust to get you into events. That is my advice based on my, my experience. Find those people who you can trust. And uh, if someone keeps referring you to shitty events, don't trust them. It's pretty simple. <clears throat> Next question. How would Chris Hall NYC get a job in 2018? Um, I would probably, so it, whatever it is, I would just start doing it for free and do my best at it and keep sending the work for free to that person directly, like on Twitter, on Instagram. So if I wanted to be like a graphic, like, let me use my, my, my friend, Alex Castro, who's a graphic designer at the verge. If I wanted to be a graphic designer at the verge, I would just start making graphics for the verge like every day and sending it to sending it to like the emails of all the editors like every day and just pound, pound them with, with my free work. And I think that, I think that's most effective. If you're sending a, if you're still sending a resume cold, you, in my opinion, you've kind of already lost in most situations. It's fine if that's for like retail or retail job or something, but 
Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to, if you, if you're, if you're like, you know, trying to get a, a, a higher level job um, that's further along in your career, you really need to pave your own way and really demonstrate uh, why you should do that. And then you, what you want is you want to create demand for yourself instead of trying to go out and grab the supply of it. You want the supply to come to to uh, to us the demand. So that's my advice for it. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, Chris. If Chris Hall was going to run the New Year's Eve, oh my God! <clears throat> if Chris Hall was going to run the New Year's Eve ball drop, ball drop at in New York City, so he's talking about like the, where the ball drops on New Year's Eve in Times Square. How would that look? Who's performing? Is the ball dropping still? <laughs> Jeez. Who's hosting the show? Like, pretend NBC or some major network let you run the show live on national television. What would it look like this year? Oh my God! Um, let's see. It would have it would have um, PewDiePie hosting. And, no, Doctor Disrespect hosting. <laughs> it would have Doctor Disrespect hosting with PewDiePie as the co-host. It, it, both of them co-hosting together, they're, they're equal. And then it would have like Kanye performing with Mike Dean on the keys and Travis Scott. And Alicia Keys and John Mayer and Questlove and um, and it would have uh, Jay Z come out at the end and surprise everyone and we do New York State of Mind in the middle of Times Square. Now, okay, I got to admit, I kind of saw that sh- that literal show already. Now Kanye wasn't there. I saw Kanye separately twice in New York, but but and I saw Travis Travis once in New York, but. Really, what I'm basing this off is an Alicia Keys concert that I saw. That was actually a free concert that my mom my mom follows Alicia Keys on Facebook. She found out that Alicia was doing a free show in Times Square. She got us tickets, and it was Alicia Keys, John Mayer, Questlove, and at the end, Jay Z came out. And that was honestly one of the. But probably it might have been better than Kanye, even that show. Um, so so, but I love Kanye too. So I I would do something like that. But definitely, Doctor Disrespect and PewDiePie hosting. Come on, if we, I mean, we, we I don't think anyone can afford them <laughs> to do that. But, but uh, that would be fucking nuts. Um, okay, I think that's it. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, what brands will be sponsoring it? Razor, <laughs> Razor. Um, um, yeah, I don't know who else. But yeah, that's that, that's what it would be. All right, guys. So that's that was my the that was me ripping through that Q and A. Thanks so much for the questions, um, Jared Dykus, Muhammad Dewan, everyone and everyone else who want to remain anonymous. So thanks so much for the questions. Um, if you want to hit me up with more questions, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at Chris NYC. You can also email me if you want to do that. Chris at Kickster uh, This episode was produced by Chris Hall. Obviously, I just started. To, I just wanted to say that because all the all the real podcasts say that this episode was produced by Chris Hall in New York City, but it's kind of weird when it's just the show is named Chris Hall Daily, so you can kind of assume it's me the whole time. I mean, there's no one, no one, else, no one else working on this right now. Um, I'm definitely thinking about still who to get on the show. I have a whole list, honestly. Like I got like a bunch of people like on on deck, but uh, I'm, I definitely want to get into the flow soon. So yeah. Um, now, by the way, I am also publishing this on YouTube now. It's not a video and i'm thinking of streaming it on twitch while i record since i do these in one take basically um it's not a video but it's just like a still photo like graphic and you can watch it there so if you don't want to use the podcast app or don't want to yeah if you don't want to use it for any reason 
You can go on YouTube and just subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash chrishallnyc, and you can listen there. The music in the intro and that's coming on now for the outro is by Lighthead. It's soundcloud.com slash L-G-H-T-H-D, Lighthead. Um, other than that, guys, have a very happy Thanksgiving and holiday season. Um, I will be back with you guys on Monday, and I'll see you in episode seven. See you guys later. Peace. Peace.